everybody. It's Wednesday. I'm Matthew Laria, and you're watching the Faith for Life broadcast. Let's pray and release faith over today's broadcast, and then we're going to get right into the Word. Father, we do thank you again today, Lord, for your Word. Lord, we ask you today for revelation of your Word. We ask you for grace and help to receive your Word, to put it into practice, and to see it work in our lives, and we do thank you for it. In Jesus' name, Amen. Now, all this week on the broadcast, we've been doing a series of teachings entitled The Truth About Anxiety and Depression. And we are giving you seven truths from the Word of God about anxiety and depression. Now, why do you and I want the truth? Because Jesus said in John 8 that the truth will make us free. And friend, the truth of God's Word that you hear, that you believe, that you act upon, will make you completely free from anxiety and depression. Now again, this week on the broadcast, we're looking at these things from a scriptural perspective. We are looking at these things from the perspective of God's Word. We're not looking at them from the perspective of medical science, or a worldly perspective, or the natural perspective. We're looking at them from the Word of God and through the perspective of the Word of God. And why do we want to do that? Because God's Word is truth, and the truth of this Word will make you free. Now, I want to start today's broadcast by going over to John chapter 14, and we're going to look there in verse 1. Now, we've been giving you seven truths about anxiety and depression on the broadcast this week, and we've given you the first four already. And the first truth about anxiety and depression is that God wants you free from it. The second truth about anxiety and depression is that you can be free from it. The third truth about anxiety and depression is that God is your answer. That if you do get delivered and you do get um, free from anxiety and depression, it'll be because God did it. He's the answer for anxiety and depression. And then the fourth truth was that the truth of God's Word will make you free from anxiety and depression. Now let's start today's broadcast by going to John chapter 14. And let's read here in verse 1. And it says this, Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, you believe in me also. Now the word troubled in that verse means anxious, distressed, or sorrowful. So Jesus is telling them, don't let your heart be anxious, distressed, or sorrowful. He went on to say in verse 27, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you. He said, let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Now, friend, there are three big lies that the Lord showed me that the enemy's been pushing when it comes to anxiety and depression. And I'm going to give you those three on the broadcast this week. And, and one of the big lies that he's tried to sell people when it comes to anxiety and depression is that they have no authority over it, that they can't help it, that they can't control it. And when he's telling people you can't help it, you can't control it, he's subtly telling you, you don't have authority over it. And I want to read this verse to you again in John 14, 1, when Jesus said, don't let your heart be troubled. 
And then in verse 27, he said, don't let it be afraid. Now, why did Jesus use that, that phrasing, don't let it be afraid? Don't let it be troubled. Because thoughts and feelings of fear and sorrow, of anxiety and depression, they will come to us all. And what Jesus is saying is when your heart tries to be troubled, when your heart tries to be afraid, when you're, start, when you're feeling afraid, when you're having thoughts of panic and anxiety, when that happens, Jesus said, don't let your heart be that way. So there's a difference between feeling versus being. You don't have to be what you feel. I want to say it to you again. You don't have to be what you feel. Let me give you an example. If you've ever, you know, years ago when the phone used to be on the wall at the house, you know, and, and maybe in the house, a husband and a wife would be arguing and bickering and they'd be angry at each other. And then the phone rings and the wife would pick up the phone and, and all of a sudden she'd go, hello. <laughs> well, at that point, she's very angry. But she doesn't have to be what she feels. And it, we prove that because when the phone rings, she's going to be really nice and be really friendly. Friend, you don't have to be what you feel. And in this verse, Jesus didn't say, don't ever feel afraid. He didn't say, don't ever feel sorrowful. He said, when those feelings come, don't be that way. Don't let your heart be afraid. Don't let it be troubled. And so again, anxious and sorrowful thoughts and feelings will come to us all. That's not the problem. You know, you're not bad or not in the wrong just because you feel a little anxious. Come on, you're not doing something wrong just because you feel a little afraid. You're not doing something wrong just because you feel a little down or you feel depressed or you're having anxious and, and depressed thoughts. No, those feelings and thoughts are coming from the enemy. Now, when those things come, the command from our master, the Lord Jesus, was don't let your heart be that way. Don't feel sorrowful and feel anxious and just cower to it and just yield to it and give in. What Jesus is saying is resist it, stand against it, and don't let your heart be that way. Now, what's going on in these verses is that Jesus just got through telling his disciples that he was leaving. And where he was going, they couldn't come with him. Now, he had been their everything for the greater part of three years. He had been their provider. He had been their protector. He had been their everything. He had been their teacher and their helper. And so when he tells them that he's leaving them, and they can't go, naturally, they start to get a little troubled. They start to panic. They start to get distressed and, and sorrowful and sad. And I want you to listen to Jesus' response to them. He said, don't let your heart be troubled. Don't let it be afraid. Now, again, that word troubled means anxious, sorrowful, or distressed. And so Jesus's answer to them being anxious and depressed and sorrowful about him leaving was stop it. Stop being anxious. Stop being troubled. And don't let your heart be that way. 
Come on, friend. How did, how did he handle anxiety and depression with his disciples? He told them to stop being that way. Don't let your heart be that way. Now, he is revealing something very powerful to them. And what he's revealing to them and revealing to us is we have authority over anxiety and over depression. And friend, this is the fifth truth about anxiety and depression. On the words of Jesus in John 14, 1 and John 14, 27, you have the God-given authority to not let your heart be troubled and you can put anxiety and depression in the ground. You don't just have to sit there and succumb to it. You don't just have to sit there and yield to it. Now, that doesn't mean you'll never feel depressed. That doesn't mean you won't battle anxiety and depression. That doesn't mean thoughts and feelings won't come. But when they come, come on, friend, you have authority on the words of Jesus, the words of our eternal master, the words of the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. You have authority on his words, based on his words, that you don't have to let your heart be troubled. You can put anxiety and depression in the ground. You can put them under your feet and you can walk in victory over them. This is good news, isn't it? Now, this is one of the lies that the enemy's tried to sell people. He's tried to sell people, oh, sweetheart, you can't help it. Um, you can't control it. And what he's subtly trying to get you to believe is that you have no authority over it. You know, you can't help it that you feel this way. You can't help it that, you know, that you battle these things. And he's trying to get you to believe you don't have authority. Is that what Jesus said he, when, he, when his disciples' heart were being troubled? Did he say, buddy, guys, you can't help it. You know, you can't, there's nothing you can do about it. That's not what he said. He said, don't let it be that way. And so the enemy's tried to lie. And he's tried to use that phrase that, that you can't help it. Now, friend, you can't help the fact that you're battling these things. You can't help the fact that, that, that thoughts come to you and, and, and depressive thoughts and anxious thoughts and feelings. You can't help it that those things come to you. In fact, those things are coming from the enemy to you and they come to us all. And so again, don't feel like you're doing something wrong or you're in the wrong just because you're battling these things or having these thoughts. But you can help what you do when those thoughts come. You can help what you do when those feelings come. And on the authority of the words of the master, you can resist and, and stand against feelings and thoughts of depression and anxiety. You can stand against these things. And see, it's strategic why the enemy wants you to believe that you have no authority. He, it's strategic because he wants you to just yield to depression. He just wants you to yield to anxiety. He wants you to think you can't help it. There's nothing you can do. He wants you to get passive so that you'll just do nothing. He does not want you to get a hold of this word and stand on the authority of this word and stand in the authority of the name of Jesus and roar back at depression and roar back at anxiety and sorrow and say, 
no, not today. I don't have to bow. I don't have to yield. Jesus told me to not let my heart be troubled. Praise the Lord. And so I don't have to let it be. He doesn't want you to do that. Why? Because when you resist him, he will flee from you. I'm a little bit excited about this. Can you tell, friend? Why am I excited about it? One of the big reasons is, is because years ago, I dealt with this in my own life. I dealt with depression. I dealt with anxiety. I dealt with panic big time. But the Lord has since made me free and he'll make you free too, friend. Praise the Lord. But you need to see the enemy's strategy. He wants to, this is what he does. He panders to you to make you passive. And he'll say it so nicely and so kindly. He'll say things like, sweetheart, you can't help it. There's nothing you can do. It's not your fault. Come on, he's using these phrases to pander you, to you, pander to you, to make you passive so that you just think, yeah, I can't help it. There, there's really nothing I can do. I mean, it's in my family. It's hereditary. We've all kind of been this way and he wants to make you passive. Well, friend, you need to examine that in the light of the words of Jesus in John 14, 1. When he said, don't let your heart be troubled. So according to Jesus, you have authority over anxiety and depression and you can stand against it. Come on, you can, you can stand against the thoughts. You can stand against the feelings. You can stand against it and you can enjoy victory over it. Now I want to clarify again. I, I just want to make sure that we're not confused about this. It's not your fault that Satan is attacking you with these things. It's, it, it's not, you don't need to feel bad for feeling bad. But when you feel bad, you need to resist that. You need to stand against it. You don't need to feel bad because a bad thought comes to you or a depressive thought or an anxious thought comes. But when it comes, you need to stand against that thought. And don't let your heart be troubled. Do what the master told you to do. And so what's the fifth truth about anxiety and depression? We have authority over it based on the words of Jesus. You know, Hannah in 1 Samuel chapter 1 was riddled with severe anxiety and depression for years. She was riddled with it. And, and one day the prophet came to her and, and ministered a word to her. And then Hannah, after being riddled with anxiety and depression for years, the scripture said that she went her way and she was no more sad. Come on, friends, she, she went her way after years. She went her way and she was no more sad. What does that reveal to us? We have authority over anxiety and depression. Friend, to be glad is a choice. The psalmist said this in Psalm 9:2: I will be glad and rejoice. The word glad means I will brighten up, I will cheer up. To be glad is a choice. To not fear, to not panic, to not be anxious is a choice. Psalm 23, 4 says this, Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Psalm 56, 3, the psalmist said, What time I, af I am afraid, I will trust. Friend, these are choices not feelings, and you can feel sad and choose to rejoice and be glad. You can feel afraid and feel anxious and choose to trust 
and choose to rest and choose to not let your heart be troubled. It is a choice to rejoice. It is a choice to fear not. And with feelings, come on, if you're going to get free from anxiety and depression, when you have feelings of depression all over you, you're going to have to choose to rejoice. You're going to have to exercise your authority over depression and over anxiety that Jesus gave you in John 14, 1. And you got to make the choice. I'm going to rejoice. I'm going to choose to be glad. I'm going to choose to trust. I'm going to choose to not let my heart be troubled. Come on, I, I can't stop these thoughts and feelings from coming to me, but I don't have to yield to one of them. I can resist them. I can stand against them. And if I resist anxiety, and if I resist depression, and if I resist sorrow on the authority of the words of the master, they will flee from me and I will walk in victory over them. Come on, what was Jesus' answer when his disciples were getting troubled? He said, stop, quit, quit being troubled. Come on, friend, what if you came to our church, North Smoke Church, um, Sunday mornings, 10 a.m., 3301, Harvard, Collinsville, Illinois. You need to come, friend. Especially if you've been watching the broadcast and you haven't been coming, you need to come. The Lord will bless you. But what if after church you came to me and, and said, I, I'm so troubled about this. I'm, I'm battling anxiety and depression. And I said, well, quit being anxious about it. Stop it. Stop being troubled. <laughs> come on, would you come back next week? <laughs> Praise the Lord. What am I revealing to it? What's Jesus revealing to us? What's the Lord revealing to us? that it is a choice. And if you want to be free from anxiety and depression, then it's going to start with you choosing to exercise your authority over those things. And so you just decide with fear and anxiety all over you, no, I will not fear. I will not bow my knee to fear. With depression all over you and sorrow all over you, you just, you just make a choice on the authority, not just willpower, but on the authority of the words of the master coupled with your will. You just make a choice. No, I'm not going to lay in this bed and be sad. I'm not going to mope. I'm not going to pout. I can choose to rejoice. I can choose to be glad. Um, and when, friend, when you do that, you're exercising the authority that Jesus gave you. And it's a major key to getting free from these things. Praise the Lord. Now, as we're closing today's broadcast, I want to remind you of these three things. Number one, Jesus told us to not let our heart be troubled. Don't let it be distressed, anxious, sorrowful. Number two, the enemy has tried to sell this lie to us that we don't have authority over anxiety. And he's tried to pander to us with these phrases that you can't help it and you can't control it. And then number three was the fifth truth about anxiety and depression. And it was this, on the words of Jesus, you and I, friend, you have the God-given authority to not let your heart be troubled. And you have authority to put anxiety and depression in the ground. Friend, I am excited for you because you are going to get free from these things. Praise the Lord. Let's pray. Father, Lord, I release faith again over the internet audience today. I speak victory over their lives and I speak victory for them over anxiety and depression. Their depressed days, their anxious days are over 
and I'm prophesying this over their lives. I'm speaking by the Spirit that their panic attacks are no more. They've had their last panic attack. They are getting free by the truth of your word. And Lord, I do thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Friend, thank you so much for watching today's broadcast. Don't forget to come back tomorrow for Thursday's edition of our Faithful Life broadcast. And we're going to continue this series entitled, The Truth About Anxiety and Depression. We'll see you then. Hey, everybody. Matthew Larry here. Hey, if this broadcast is a blessing to you, and if the Lord is using this broadcast to minister to you, we would love to hear your testimony. You know, we like to share with our partners how their support is helping us to minister the Word of God and take the message of faith to people all over the world. And your testimonies will help us do just that. And so if you've been watching the broadcast and if you've been enjoying the broadcast, if the Lord has been ministering to you through the broadcast, we would love to hear your testimony. So please just go to mam.tv and send in a testimony to us of how the Faith for Life broadcast is blessing your life. Friend, it doesn't have to be long. We just want to hear from you. So thanks in advance for your testimonies, and we'll see you soon.